love laid Okay, so good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. You are through to another episode of Lovely Bear, and I am, of course, your host, Dion. So, guys, um, you know, traditionally, I will have guests on who are coming on to speak about their personal experiences, their journeys, um, you know, how they've kind of got through their traumas and whatnot. But, you know, from time to time, I do like to kind of provide you guys with solutions that aren't the norm so you know we've had a spiritual counselor on here i've had a psychotherapist um that i've spoken to as well however today i am joined by two very lovely men um i'm joined by manly and kavan now manly is a mind coach that's correct and kavan is a psyche practitioner welcome to lovely bear guys thanks very much thank you very much thank you for having us no no problem the (laughs) the pleasure is all mine so um how is everyone today did you get get down all right yeah Yeah. we're very well yeah yeah good good Mm -hmm. okay so i don't know where we should start in this conversation but okay maybe let's start with you Kavan mm-hmm. so you're a psyche practitioner yeah facilitator facilitator yeah. okay mm-hmm. so can you explain to us mm-hmm. what exactly that means and what is it that you do um so with psyche uh we have um to do with people that have beliefs that don't really serve them um and i work with the conscious and subconscious mind um now the subconscious is uh programs that we pick up from an early age from the age of zero to seven years old. Um, okay. Yeah. So um, what happens is to become a member of the family, like a baby, they have to pick up on different habits in order to fit in. Okay. So they learn things from their parents, teachers, even if they have older siblings, they're picking up a lot of information from them. Mm. Um, so what then happens is after seven years, it starts to create their reality. So you're in a stage of theta, which is a stage of similar to hypnosis. Right, okay. So you're basically hypnotized from the, for the first seven years of your life. Wow. Yeah. Which is also why kids' imaginations are so wild, wild and vivid. Yeah. And yeah. they can actually, you know, take a chair and it's a castle. Yes. Because you are in that theta state that, yeah, Kavan was talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so, yeah, so that's that. So... A lot of the times, if children are experiencing um, violence in a family, um, or for example, you get told that you don't deserve things a lot, or that you're not loved, then 95% of your adult life, you're going to sabotage yourself to not love yourself. You're going to sabotage yourself to be naughty, as you was told as a child. Child that you were. Yeah. So um, these subconscious beliefs are actually invisible. Mm-hmm. They're invisible. So with Psyche... Um, What we do is, as a facilitator, um, I just open up, help people, assist people and open up their minds to things. Mm -hmm. Um, um, There's different ways that we do it, but muscle testing is a accurate way to find out a subconscious belief that you didn't know that you had. Wow. Okay. Yes. Um, So then what we then do is we, it's almost like dropping in a new belief system and taking out a negative one. Okay. So there's a thing called psyche balances, um, where you um, you go into a whole brain state, 
because a lot of the time we're only thinking from one side of our mind. So with Psyche, we get the left and right hemisphere of your brain to work together. So it puts you in a state of super learning as you were as a child. That is fascinating. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you know, we can change a, a belief that you had your whole life in about 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so this could be useful for someone, for example, just I'm thinking like way ahead of the conversation yeah. here. <laughs> but, so, but this could be useful for somebody who... Um, may have been neglected as a child, emotionally 100%, 100%. neglected. So then, you know, they've probably, you know, gone through life having like maybe attachment issues mm-hmm. with, you know, maybe very younger relationships into adulthood. Yep. And then, okay, right. So yeah. Guys, listen, I'll bring you the gems today. Okay, <laughs> so Manly, yeah. tell us about you. So yeah, I do mind coaching, um, which obviously me and Kavan began our mind coaching journey together yep. with the one. And the reason he obviously went to do Psyche is one of the main issues is we can help people to change their beliefs in their conscious, logical reasoning mind. But the other unconscious programs are often still there. Right, right, okay. And so what mind coaching is, is we're dealing with the source of everything in your world because your mind is the source of everything in your world. And this has been proven by science. This is quantum physics. You know, you can go and look up the double slit experiment, uh, listen and read books about the subconscious mind. Even if you go to religions, you'd actually find, you know, Buddha actually said that every experience in your life is preceded by your mind. Um, Jesus said you need to uh, be renewed and transformed by your mind. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not a new philosophy. It's actually very old science that's been lost. And most people are not aware. Um, the ones who are aware are very successful, you know. Mm. And so yeah. with our clients, what we decided to do was go straight to the cause and stop focusing on the effect, which is what most other um, philosophies and theories are about. So um, we'll say, okay, if you've got a problem in your life, it starts in your mind. If you've got a goal you need to achieve, it starts in your mind. So we've been Mm -hmm. able to help people from all different types of background. Um, People who have been, you know, suicidal. Um, People who have had uh, health problems. People who have been trying to achieve goals. For an example, I recently worked with an insurance salesman who wanted to increase his income. Mm -hmm. And I managed to help him increase his income by £5,000 a week. That's, which worked out to £20,000 in one month. Wow. The reason being is we've also developed a very unique and revolutionary philosophy which is not out there in the world, um, which is all part of the one philosophy and one mind coaching. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, it works. It's been 100% successful. Um, we don't obviously name our clients or talk about them yeah. in line. We, you know, we work in line with GDPR, mm-hmm. the general data protection regulations. And we also obviously uh, keep everything anonymous for our clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have testimonials and the website will be launching soon. There's also going to be testimonials in the book. All of our philosophy and the revolutionary mind coaching is going to be in a book. So you can get that journey from the beginning right through to the end. And I'll give you the link as well, obviously, as well. So okay, yeah, so we'll, listeners, yeah. So we'll do uh, that yeah, to the pre-order. End, yeah. it, it, it isn't released until October the 8th, but it's available for pre-order. Okay. Yeah. So, how... Okay, so can, can you... <laughs> I know, so that's a lot of information. <laughs> a lot yeah. of information. So, okay, right. So, the mind, so mind coaching. Then. Yes. 
how would how would you approach um somebody who who comes to you and says that you know for example i have issues with money managing money okay so um first of all as kavan mentioned we've all got beliefs which were developed in a very early stage in our life so with my own self i'll tell you about my own personal story when i first learned of the law of attraction which i'm sure many of your listeners are probably familiar with um which is obviously you know changing your frequency and how you feel to attract positive things in your life and also thinking and imagining and visualizing them i found i was able to manifest another 20 quid quite easily another 50 quid quite easily yeah however when i was trying to get that two three million pound lottery ticket yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was some blocks yeah yeah there was some blocks it wasn't working yeah, oh, yeah i've been and, trying uh, to manifest my right so what it is is um if i was to actually draw a spider diagram and talk mm-hmm. about the blocks i have around money you would see lines coming off it everywhere mm-hmm. yeah uh some of my un- unconscious blocks that i found were I believe that if I get a lot of money, I'll lose a lot of friends. People yes. will change around me. Yes. Yeah, I, I wasn't aware that that was there. That was unconscious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, another belief I had was that rich people are greedy. Rich people mm. are not nice generally. Yeah. Uh, and, and when you speak to most people, when you talk to them about uh, their issues, you'll find they're all dealing with a lot of the same beliefs because society on a whole generally has the same programming. And I'm talking about the large majority. Obviously, there's no there's so an exception do, to every rule. Do you, do you think that's um, done on purpose? I like to think that... Uh, <laughs> all right. So what I do, I try not to get into conspiracies. I did. I was a big conspiracy theorist for about Same. 10 to 12 years. <laughs> yeah, me too. It takes and up a lot of energy. Yeah, it yeah, does. It takes up a lot of energy and a lot <laughs> of attention. Uh, and it's not beneficial for you. So because I now know that beliefs create reality, I'm no longer concerned with what people think is happening. I'm just like, is this belief beneficial for me? Okay, because right. it's going to create my reality if I take it on board. Mm-hmm. So if people tell me a negative belief such as there's powers that be, I'm using uh, air quotes at the moment, there's powers that be. No, you're the only mm-hmm. power in your world. And this is what mind coaching is about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring you back to the source. I'm going to use science, religion, and your own evidence because every human being collects so much data and information mm-hmm. throughout their life that if you're older than 15 and I tell you something and you don't have any evidence for it, then I must be talking rubbish. Yeah, yeah? Mm-hmm. You have a lot of data within yourself. So when we do mind coaching, that's the first thing I do, ask people questions. Um, and those questions are not designed to trick them. They're not designed to find out their intelligence. They're designed to help them and assist them in finding hidden powers within themselves. And we all are creating our world and we all actually know it deep down as well. Mm -hmm. And so what those questions do is unlock that information within the individual and allows them to tell me, actually, yeah, I'm creating this situation. I'm creating this. I'm creating that. Um, I think a great example is the reconnect questions. We we spoke on the phone uh, recently and we quickly went through it yes yeah but mm-hmm. what would be good for your listeners is if we do a, a, like an example yeah. of it now just so that they can have an understanding of, of how it works okay so this is what i do with every single client the moment we even meet and even people who are not clients i'll just meet somebody in the street five minutes i do it with homeless people i do it with everybody yeah okay just, let's find your hidden power okay and that's what it's for mm. so 
as I said uh, before, it's not designed to trick you or test your intelligence. It's only here to assist you and help you find a hidden power within yourself. So to anybody listening to this podcast, please follow along and answer the questions as well. Okay. And that will benefit you to find your own hidden power within yourself. Okay. So it starts off with a scientific statement and then the four questions follow. Okay. The scientific statement is every time I move my arm or my little finger, I am using energy. Uh, do you agree with that statement? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty much given to most people. Yeah. No one's ever disagreed, done it for what, over 150 uh, yeah, people at the moment. People, yeah. Like <laughs> everybody says the same thing. Right. So uh, the energy that you've been using every day since you were born, is it inside you or do you have to look outside of yourself to use it? I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> I mean, it's inside of you, uh-huh. but you also do draw energy from source. Brilliant. Fantastic. Okay. So there's no wrong or right answers. Okay. Yeah. That's the thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So either way, you're going to find something out anyway. Oh, okay. That's what's brilliant about it. Okay. So you have an energy, you've said it's within you and you, you can also draw energy from an external source. That's mm-hmm. what you've told me. But you've had this energy within you your whole life. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Brilliant. So, um, Given that this energy is fueling some quite complex processes, and that means regulating your heartbeat, your temperature, pumping your blood, uh, fueling the trillions of cells in your body, uh, and also your digestive system, etc. Given that it's fueling these complex processes, do you think that it's intelligent? Yes. Yep. Okay, brilliant. So we have uh, an intelligent energy that's been with you your whole life that's inside you right now. Okay, most people are not paying aware, awareness to that, that they have this intelligent energy within them that's performing all of these tasks for them throughout the day. So we move to uh, question number three. With the subconscious mind, um, sorry, not subconscious mind, with the digestive system, mm-hmm. the digestive system is growing our bodies. So when we eat food, it decides whether to change that food into you know, a new cell in our foot, for example. Mm-hmm. It decides whether to use it to heal a wound. It grow decides up, yeah. whether to use it mm-hmm. to grow us. Yeah. So essentially, it's been growing us since we were babies to form the adult bodies that we have now. Right. Um, do you think that it's doing that process deliberately or on accident? Well, deliberately. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So, so far, you've told me that you have an intelligent energy with inside you that's always been there. Uh, it's been managing all of your processes for you. It grew you from a baby into an adult, and it's doing it on purpose. It's deliberate. Yes. Okay. So the last question is: Given all the information that we've gathered about this intelligent energy with inside you, and the fact that it grew you from a baby into an adult, could you see how, when people came across this information many, many times throughout history, that they called it God? Yes. Okay. And the fantastic thing about that, just for any of our listeners who might have been offended by that last comment, um, none of the actual religions, modern religions today that's still around, uh, so this is including Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, uh, Christianity, Islam, uh, Judaism, all of these religions say the same thing, that God is actually inside you. 100%, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even, you know, in the Hinduism, you've got... Uh, not Hinduism, sorry, with Harry Krishna's, you've got Krishna said, I'm in every cell and atom in your body. Um, in the Bible, you have, do you not realize that Jesus Christ is within you? Or do mm-hmm. you fail the test? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you have Jesus Christ 
being quoted as saying the kingdom of God is within man. Man, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah? Uh, in the Quran, you have um, uh, Allah is closer to you than your juggler. Your juggler being the juggler in your neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, and we could go on, but we'll just leave it at that. Every single religion is talking about this one source energy that is in and around everything. And when we look to science, we see the exact same, same thing. Same thing, yes. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. We see this one source energy in and around everything. We see that it is creating your world. And in science, they generally refer to it as the unconscious and subconscious, mm-hmm. which is projecting your reality externally. And it made you. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's the ex- it's not external to you because we all know it. We all call it ourselves. Yeah. Mm. yeah? In religion, is this the I am? And, uh-huh. and I am cannot be disconnected from you. Yeah. yeah. But in the sense that we don't understand it, in the sense that I couldn't tell you how I grew my body. Okay. It uh-huh. is, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. that duality to it as uh-huh. well. Uh, and this is what, this is what the one is about. There is only one. There's only ever been one. We are all this one. And this is what the book's about as well, the one. And this is what our company's about and our yeah. philosophy and how we coach. And the reason we've been successful every single time is because it doesn't matter what background you approach this from. Mm-hmm. We're going to be able to get you the information you require to see where you have caused things in your reality mm-hmm. and how to change it and put you back into a position of power. Right. Once you're in a position of power, you can change things. Okay. As long as you're a victim, as long as everyone else is the problem, you have no power. Mm. And therefore, my job is to assist people in getting back into power. So, do you ever work with clients together? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. One of yeah, one yeah. of our best transformations was because I, I like to say that Kavan's the practitioner. <laughs> yeah, he's the one. He'll go out. I mean, he took this guy. Where did you go? You did a gong oh, bath. I've done a did... gong bath. Um, I, t- I, took I him. love sound baths. Oh my yeah. god, I used to go like once a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did some meditation with him. Some visualization. Visualization. My mum does Reiki. She done some oh, Reiki with him. Yeah. Um and um I took him to a flotation pod as well. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you. I'll t- should we talk about his story? We won't mention his name, but we talk about his story. We'll talk about his story. Yeah. Do you want to start? Yeah. Um. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I was just about to say his name. <laughs> um, Let's call him Thomas. Right. Thomas. Yes. Thomas. That's good. It's very far from his right. Actual name. So Thomas. <laughs> Thomas's sister. Um. Who I was good friends with um she um called me in a bit of distress her brother was going through some things um great guy um what happened was um he got in an altercation with um a barrister he's not from this country he's from another country okay um and what had happened it was kind of like i don't want to go too deep into it but it was kind of like a set not a setup but he provoked him, he reacted, and they both got into a little bit of a rumble on the floor. But it got exaggerated. A barrister's not really the best person to get into a rumble Thank you, he's not the best person <laughs> to. But it happened. Yeah. So he was seeking legal um, advice um, from different companies, but it's a small place and no one will represent him. So uh, his sister was like, you know, can you come, like, please just anything you can do mm-hmm. I heard I know what you can do please can you just 
you know, assist him somehow. Yeah. So um, I spoke to Manny about it. So anyway, he flew over um, and um, yeah. Wait, there is a bit prior to him flying over though. You was doing coaching with him on the phone. Right. right. So the, first, doing- the okay. first thing, and this is the first thing for all of the coaching. Like I said, I've got to put you back into a position of power yeah. first. Mm-hmm. So he asked him the reconnection questions, which would always be the first right. thing. So when, oh, he, okay. when he called me, it was like, I'm going to jail in three weeks. Yeah. And I've got two okay. little kids. Mm-hmm. And He's told I don't them. know how to tell them that I'm going to jail. And they're gonna not. I'm not gonna see them grow up because I'm looking at five to seven years. So my first question was, how do you know you're looking at five to seven years? He mm-hmm. said, obviously, I've already been found guilty, and yeah. da da da. And I've been to three different barristers. They've all suggested to me that this is the, the amount of time I'm looking at. And because I know the mind creates reality, obviously, I don't accept external facts. Mm-hmm. For me to accept yeah. external facts, I would have to be not saying that my mind creates reality. Okay. So my first question to him was, do you want to go to jail? And he said, no, of course I don't. But they've got me on CCTV. The evidence is mm-hmm. this. So even the CCTV, though, when I looked at it, you could see that it wasn't him that started it. That's okay, the thing. So right. even, th- even that, it, he's, it went over his head. He's still... You know, we're creating our own reality. We're creating our own reality. So he'd lost his job as a result because he'd started to tell himself that everybody in this small country that he lived in was all against him and they all knew about it. Mm -hmm. And because your mind creates reality, he created that reality. For himself, okay. Mm -hmm. Also, he'd created a reality where he was going to jail because that's what he believed. So every barrister he went to see gave him the same advice. And I said to him, actually, do you want to go to jail? And he said, no, but all the evidence says this. And the facts did all say that, except for obviously Kavan mentioning the CCTV, but all the facts actually said he was going to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said to him, well, you don't have to unless you want to, because you are creating your own reality and we can actually work with you to change your belief system. And once your belief changes, the reality that you create will also change. Um, I mean, it's far fetched. I know. No, it's the thing is, no. it's 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 not. And we, I, you know, we spoke about this on the phone. Um, but you know, like like you were saying, there are still the 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 blockages though. So even for example, like myself, yeah. I I hundred percent believe that you do create your own reality. Mm-hmm. However, I clearly don't believe it to the four hundred percent because okay. yeah. there it's are still things I'm gonna, that I'm gonna ex- I'll explain that. Okay, so um, at the beginning, I was talking about the, the subconscious and the conscious. Yeah. Your subconscious is your original mind. Your conscious is, is like your new mind now. It's creative. It knows time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is you last week. You can think back to last week. Yeah. What are you doing next week? You can do that. Mm-hmm. But what it is, is your conscious mind is a really slow processor. It works at 40 bits a second. Okay. Right? Your subconscious works at 40 million bits a second. It can take thousands oh, of wow. bits of information from the environment uh-huh. every second. So that subconscious mind is totally invisible and it's habitual. So it only knows habit. So but because you've gone through so much habit, what people try tend to do is when they read a lot of self-help books, um, do affirmations, you can know it if, off by heart, inside out. If I said, do you know that book? I know that book. Did it change your life? No, no it didn't it change didn't, my life. Yeah. The reason why is because you're using your conscious mind to change your subconscious. Do you understand what I mean? You're trying to override it. Well, I did. But, but isn't that what you're supposed to do? But the thing is, 
you are trying to override a 40 million bit processor with a 40 bit processor. When you yeah. do the maths, you can see that why a lot of the time it doesn't, doesn't work. work yeah. This is what I was saying when, is... when I wanted to manifest the millions and was able to manifest the millions, it was because of those blocks. Do you the... get it? Right. Because I can change my conscious logical reasoning mind very mm -hmm. easily. Yes. Just with a debate, just with a, a new bit of information. Yeah. It doesn't mean it sinks into the subconscious. Okay, and then, how do you know? Like how okay. You know by how what whatever the problem is, then you know that you know you know what you do want and you know what you don't want. You know what you do like and you know what you don't like. Alright, so So when go on. So the reason we work together is because what happens is this. First we need to discover what your blocks are. Yeah. First we need to discover what's going on in your mind. Um what your what your belief systems are then that is going to uncover what's in your unconscious and in your subconscious okay, okay. and then once we know that we can actually challenge the uh, uh, well kavan can obviously do the psyche and get those changed then what needs to happen is you need to now go and act yeah, and, and steps towards differently right. towards the desired goal for example with, with thomas, thomas yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> with thomas what happened was, obviously, Cavani needed to do the work on the subconscious, which he did. And obviously, he did some other stuff as well, because obviously, he was yeah. suffering with some anxiety, some yeah. nerves. This is why we did all the gone bath, all the meditation, all the Reiki. Mm -hmm. His energy was messed. He'd been stressed for a long period of time. His frequency was very low, and these things were required. And this is why Cavani's a practitioner. It's not to say that every person's going to come and he's going to suggest that. Mm -hmm. It right, was just okay. like, That's he's going to look at you okay. and he's going to go, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. With me on the phone, my, I knew what his blocks were immediately. He believed that the external world was creating his reality. Right, okay. So I need. I knew that I needed to break down his beliefs, uh, give him alternative beliefs that are more beneficial mm -hmm. to him, and also give him practices which he can use in terms of using his imagination to visualize. Um, one of the things I said to him is, nobody's visualizing the outcome of that day more than you. Mm -hmm. True. And, it, in, and the mind in... creates reality. Yeah. So you need long intense periods of imagining and feeling as if you already have the outcome you want when i said to him what's the best outcome he said that i only get three years oh my <laughs> i God. said to him <laughs> i said what is the best outcome yeah oh, i'm not i'm not i'm not dominoes dominoes he's keep tapping the table we got told not to but yeah um <laughs> But what it is, is we're, I just have to just say something. We're not actually laughing at him. No. But mm. what it is, is that it is not in a funny way like that. It's funny sense that how humans think, the way that their minds just work from habitual habits. Yeah. You know, we've all been in certain situations where we don't realise our self-talk, what the conversations we have with ourselves. ourselves yeah. And I always say to people... What you're saying about yourself, would you say that to somebody else? No. I'm like, no, it's like, why are you saying it to yourself? But I know that it's a sabotaging behavior. Mm -hmm. Okay, so can we talk about sabotaging behavior? And I'm going to use myself as an example. Okay, right? Okay. Yep. okay. So, a couple of days ago, I was having a conversation with someone, and um, I said, they, they mentioned something, and I was like, that would be a really good podcast. You should come on. Mm -hmm. So they said, oh, me, no, what would I say? You know, blah, 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 blah. Then they turned around to me and said, okay, look let's make a deal you come and be a guest speaker for my event and i'll come and do a podcast now i had just told them off for 
not thinking that they were good, good enough. enough to come on a podcast. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, what are you talking about? Mm. But then when they then asked me to be a guest speaker, I was like, me? <laughs> what do yeah. I know? Why would anyone want to listen? Why would anyone want to listen to me? Like, what do I... And, and it, it was weird because it was like, on one side of me, it was like, of course you can do this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No problem. But then the other side was self-sabotaging, telling of myself... Course. Who do you think you are? Why yes. do you why why do you think anyone would want to come and listen to you talk about your journey with Lovely Bear? Like, what have you really achieved? Blah yes. blah 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 blah. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's true. Like, why why would anyone? But I didn't say no. I said yeah because yeah. I relish a challenge. But I still have, you know, those the underlying that underlying thing. So. What I did, I, I took out my journal, I've got a law of attraction journal, uh-huh. and um, I wrote down a list of all the things that I was grateful for that I'd achieved in the last year. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. That's, That's one good. of the things I, I actually suggest to people gratitude. to do, is gratitude, Number and one. also listing your manifestations so that you can see your power. Right. And then, when, you. and then yeah, when fantastic. I did that, and yeah. I was like, well, actually, no, Dion, you're, you're more than... Yeah. Not qualified, but there's no reason why you shouldn't feel in yourself that you can kind of do this. Yeah. Now, although I did that, that voice still kind of mm-hmm. creeps back. So yeah. where does the self-sabotaging thing come from? Okay, so there's there's a few different uh, ways to come at this. So we've got the, obviously the unconscious and subconscious blocks and doubts that were developed from a young age before our logical reasoning mind comes in around the age of six and seven right that's when we start to question things and become more logical and more you know cold and that type of thing yeah. and less feeling and less of the the subconscious slash spirit slash soul slash that part of us right uh-huh. or the infinite part of us um so there is the other thing that we are always going to be having thoughts we're consistently witnessing thoughts people think their thoughts are them that's the first problem mm. People think their thoughts are them. If you look at modern science and you see, uh, I think it's Moran Surf, an MIT scientist who who has uh, found, doing many experiments with, with lots of different people from all walks of life, that actually he can intercept your thoughts before Just you before get them. Get, before you, before get you know. What? So he's mm. seen students who can, you know, uh, click, he'll give them like, you know, uh, yes and no answers and they've got to click a button he knows what they're going to do before they do because mm. of this machine which he's developed wow yeah. so w- what it is okay. is when people understand that thoughts are all around us and always have been and the our only job is to manage our frequency or how we feel is another way of saying or that break. because uh-huh. we have what's known as a biomagnetic field yeah uh, and, and and it's it we're 97 percent that field. Okay, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna come at you with something now. Alright, go. On. Okay, so we are we we are all connected, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, if for example, uh, let's say we are in the bar of Croydon, and let's say a bomb goes off mm-hmm. in the bar of Croydon. Yeah, yeah. A big I'm, nuclear. I'm try bomb. not to imagine it, just in case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So> <laughs> be careful about yeah, yeah, it's true. Now, this is the reason why I don't watch the news. Yeah, I don't watch the news either. Yeah, because I want yeah. Croydon to be safe. Okay, I'm big Hi- on uh, yeah. hypothetically <laughs> speaking, if there was a catastrophe in Someone the borough, <laughs> 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 or in the borough of Croydon, there's going to be a sense of Fear. Right. Like right. 9-11. Okay. So, 
if we're all connected and we're all one, mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is, how do you, in that scenario, because every there's going to be, the frequency of fear is going to be literally everywhere. Okay, how would right. you then, conscious, conscious. Do, do, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, because you're saying your thoughts aren't your own. So what I'm saying is, is that if, if you know, 500,000 mm-hmm. people in your kind of immediate energy space yeah, are yeah. feeling fear. So to me, thoughts are not like that in the sense that they care about distance. So ah, because of okay. where you, so for an example, if you, if your mum's in another country, you'll still get the thought about her just before she calls you. Right, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's your connection to your mum or, yeah. or whoever it is you're close to in your world. Um, and that's because our brains are transmitting and receiving thoughts yes. all of the time. Now, it's not, don't worry about distance and where your location is in terms of the thoughts. That is more connected to the feeling. Yeah, your okay, location. Right. You can go into an environment and automatically feel it's just got a negative low vibration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that's about feeling more than it is thoughts. With thoughts, it's not susceptible to distance. What it is more susceptible to is your frequency and what you're tuned into. And that frequency, the frequency of your biomagnetic field, which is you, mm-hmm. okay, you're not a body, you're 97% energy. Yeah. And that energy is you, right? And that freak, the frequency of that is what is going to determine what thoughts you're picking up. Just like a radio station, just like a radio frequency. So if you can, you can in the morning set your frequency before you leave your house. And it doesn't matter where you live. I grew up in South London as well as you know. Um, and in my area, I used to live in the hood. Mm-hmm. But that was where my frequency was. That was why that was where the people I saw. That, that's why those were the thoughts I was having. Mm-hmm. When I changed my frequency, I lived in the same exact area and it was a beautiful place. <clears throat> okay. And it's everybody I saw was happy. Uh-huh. And everybody I saw was, hey man, how you doing? Yeah, because I changed. And then my external world that's changed true. as a result. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for the listeners then, um, what type of thing could they do to change their frequency in the morning. So I know gratitude tends to be like a... Gratitude's a fantastic one. The, the one you mentioned about the list of your achievements, of your manifestations, that's always a great one. Mm-hmm. I like to do a list of miracles, things that have happened to me that I'm like... Right, like I had a car crash when I was young and decided the car that I got out of was missing. So I still can't explain to you today how I'm here. So when I think about things like that, that inspires me. And when I do coaching with people, if we go deep enough, we can all find something within our lives. And if you if you ever struggle for a miracle, just remember you don't even know how you got here. Very just true. remember you yeah. can't even explain life itself. Mm. So you can't ever really struggle for a miracle because the fact that you're here yeah, is, is one. one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean... Right. I- and so that's what I do. I always remind people, listen, look for the beauty. Sorry. To, yeah. No, I was going to just say, I think um, for me, um, you know, growing up, I, I got told, you know, don't go to bed angry. Um, and I think that going, well, no, going to bed angry, just before you go to bed, you're in a state state of hypnosis just before you fall asleep. Fate state. So you have to be very careful about what you're thinking about before you wake up, before you go to sleep. Because then when you wake up, wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You're on the wrong frequency. Mm-hmm. People start having bad dreams because of what they're thinking about before mm-hmm. they went to bed. Also as well, your next day is going to be determined by how you go to bed that yeah, night. Yeah, basically that's what So that is good. You're right. You're exactly right. You do mm. need to start the day before. Um, right, so, yeah. so, so, okay, so really before. it's about starting from, Start from the, the night, night before. Yeah. Start from the night, yeah. 
Okay, so... Go right. to bed as the person you want to be and do it in your imagination. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am now the revolutionary mind coach. When I first said it, it wasn't true. But now you are. Now yeah. I am because I I've gone to bed every night as that person. Yeah. Now my reality reflects that. You know, the last um, trimester of a woman's pregnancy, um, the children can be affected by certain frequencies, arguments and yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. So when they come, end up coming out of the world, they can have blocks already. Ready from that from time. time, yeah. 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 So that's why it's really, really important. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's funny you should mention that because I was very... Um, during... It's, again, it's just fine. It's funny how the universe works because... Mm. Um, in my early pregnancy, I, I I knew somehow that my not my pregnancy itself was going to be stressful, but what was going on around me would be stressful. Mm. So I took myself to meditation class, yeah, and which is when I discovered crystals. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that, I was able to make my pregnancies as as beautiful and as calm mm-hmm. as it needed to be i'll just give an example um i because I, I had i had a home birth war birth so i Fantastic. had so i had yeah. all of some all my appointments were at my house mm-hmm. and um i was supposed to have a sound bath during my labor oh. but my labor was so quick yeah <laughs> because i affirmed because yeah. I, I affirmed from whole pregnancy i'm going to have a quick, quick labor and yeah. peaceful labor and, and did i did you, you believed it I did. Because yeah. it's all good affirming it, but you believed it. But I that's believed why it. it happened. That's why it happened, exactly. Yeah. That's manifestation. Yeah. yeah. And and yeah, and, and that's that is one of the one of the main things I'll say mm. that I manifested throughout my pregnancy because I was so adamant and I believed it and it just wasn't gonna happen any other way. There was no yeah. way I was going into hospital to give birth and mm. I and I didn't. But um so th- just giving a quick example, so mm. I um had my appointments at home and because of things that were going on in my personal life, mm-hmm. there were times when my blood pressure would go up. Not because mm-hmm. I wanted it to, and as much as I tried to not let it, but it did happen. Yeah. yeah. So um, I had bought two crystals. I think, oh, I can't remember what they were. Uh, rose quartz, maybe. I know, there was that, but no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Because that's what people tend to get as, yeah. as a love. That was, that was yeah. my starter one. Yeah. Um, but I, it was like, is it was it Malachi and maybe... They were like a bluey, a bluey kind of bluey one, and a green, more kind of stronger was green colour. Was it a contrast of colours? They were two bracelets, but they were like little shrapnel bits of. Um, but yeah, kind of. Yeah, they were like a greeny bluey colour. Two it different like that? ones. No. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so mm. I'd when I'd gone to buy them, I said, that, you know, I wanted something that will keep me calm, mm. um, and one that will kind of keep me focused during labour. That's what I bought them for, and um, so. Midwife took my blood pressure and literally, if anything is off, you're going hospital. Mm-hmm. So everything has to be perfect for you to have a home birth. Okay. So I was like, oh my God. She's like, you need to go to the hospital and just get your blood pressure checked. Now, there were two occasions when this happened. On both occasions, I wore my crystals that oh, I was okay. supposed to be using for my labour to keep me calm. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time I'd get to the hospital, my blood pressure was normal. It was cool. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, because my blood pressure is high. <laughs> so I'm just saying, so like, yeah. as much as yeah. I believe in the power of crystals, I also do believe that, you know, there is an element of you that is responsible. Of course. Yeah. Well, I'm, it's like placebo. Have you ever heard of placebo before? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, effect, yeah. I'm sure probably many of your listeners are, but I'll quickly just explain. Placebo is when a drug company will give 
somebody a sugar pill, which has yes. no uh, medical benefit, mm-hmm. according to them physically, and somebody else an actual drug, and they have the same exact reaction, reaction yeah. mm-hmm. which is they believe the drug to be beneficial, so therefore it works. Yeah. Anything that can help your belief in the beginning is fantastic. So I never say to people, don't use crystals. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Anything you can use to assist you to get that belief. If you think a crystal is going to help. If you, some people think burning candles. Other people want to sage or mm-hmm. you know do all these types of things. Yeah, if that's helping you, brilliant, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, later on down the line, obviously, you know, I would say to them, look, you are aware that it's your belief Leaf. in this external yeah. thing mm. that's giving it the power. Uh-huh. And once you start to get to that type of uh, understanding, um, that's when you can kind of go, okay, maybe I won't use as much of these other things. Mm-hmm. Now, it even with my own self, I still have things that I use to assist my belief. I'll give you an example. I stopped eating meat, right? And I stopped eating meat because... I mean, technically, uh, the external evidence, and I don't deal with external evidence, is that it's not good. Now, if I was able to change my unconscious beliefs about meat, I could eat it and it would be completely healthy for Healthy for you. There's so many people who have lived to, you know, 100 and whatever, Mm -hmm. eating bacon every day and smoking 20 cigarettes. Because they believed it was okay. Because at their point in life, they believed that was good for them. Mm -hmm. And, And they grew up with that belief and they managed to keep it and guard it throughout. And this is why I always say, every day stand guard at the door of your mind. Yeah. Wow. Can, beli- can you say that again, please? <laughs> Every day stand guard at the door of your mind. That's actually a quote from Jim Rohn. Um, okay. <laughs> and the reason being is you can't just allow everything in and every other belief in. If you turn on the news now, they'll tell you broccoli is good for you. The next day, they'll tell yeah. you broccoli is bad <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. It's just like a hybrid. Understand yeah. that whatever you believe is going to create and exist in your world. Uh, and especially mm. if you believe it intensely it will seep into your subconscious and it will be reflected in your reality. One of the examples I always give people with this is if you buy a new car, you start seeing that car everywhere. car everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because, that's very true. Because yeah. the moment mm. you let something into your subconscious, it's going to project in your reality much more. So if you're somebody who goes, oh, this world's very racist, this powers that be keep me down, this, this and that does this. Yeah, of course it does. Because yeah. you're, you you're the creator. You're the creator. You're the creator. And my job is to bring you back to your own creative self, your your original um, power, which is that you are creating this world and, and there's nothing external to you. You know, for me, I am a very big believer in all this stuff because it's stuff that I try and you're practice... Into. Anyway, yeah. Now, for I'm I'm not asking you to necessarily like convince the listeners that Mm. you know this kind of stuff works, but from from a psyche perspective, Mm -hmm. let's say you had. I'm trying to let me think of a previous guest. Okay, so I had a a guest on. Her name was Sasha, and she spoke about the fact that. she grew up in a household that was quite violent initially. Yeah. Her, mm-hmm. you know, her, her dad was very violent towards her mum. Mm-hmm. He Same. ended mm-hmm. up going to jail when she was eight, but then he was murdered in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And she felt that because her mum was kind of campaigning and dealing with that, you know, she wasn't able to give her the, the, the love and the energy that mm-hmm. she needed kind of coming up. So she felt very... 
um, abandoned, you know. So it's to self-sabotage at a young age because of trauma. Because that's Tra- another way that things can get installed into your subconscious quite instantly. And that's trauma. Right. It's another way. Okay, yeah. perfect. So so with her, so basically, so with, with her story, what she found was is that, you know, once she got to school, mm-hmm. she was getting bullied. Okay. You know, her grandmother always told her that she was beautiful, but she never heard it from her parents. Yeah, right. So she kind of had this kind of semi-confidence when she got to school, but then mm-hmm. people were like, oh no, mm-hmm. you're ugly. Yeah, yeah. Then she's, so she was getting, she's getting rejection from home. She's getting the rejection from her peers. Mm-hmm. Then she's gone on through life and just constantly felt the need to... Um, Get external validation. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So using Psyche... How would you help somebody... Like Sasha? Yeah. Um, well, what I'll do, first of all, is, um, you know, we, well, we, we know what the issue is. Yeah. Um, so we make goal statements. Okay. We make goal statements. Um, and what we do is we have the negative goal statements. Like, people don't love me, I don't love me. What I tend to do with Psyche in the beginning um, is ask people, this is a question, to repeat it, I love me. It's a really, really... There's a guy called Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, Rob Williams was the founder of Psyche. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Um, and then you've got um, Bruce Lipton. He started to work together. Just as like with me and Manny are doing our thing, it kind of goes hand in hand. Right, okay. Um, with the mind coaching, with the Psyche. Um, so... Um, what he mentioned it as well, but I was doing it before I actually heard him that he does that in the beginning. So I started to do that in the beginning myself before I heard it. And you'll be surprised how many people show up as a weak response in muscle testing when it comes to I love me. Really? Yeah. About 87% of people don't love themselves. Don't love themselves. Unconsciously. And, 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 and when I ask them the question, they, they're like, of course I, 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 I love me. And I say, don't worry. <laughs> Week in the beginning, you're going to be strong, strong at the end. Okay. okay, you're always going to be strong at the end. So how do you do that? So how? So what? So what do, do you? Fruit, fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's got a hammer in her. Yeah. <laughs> right. So um, Just so knock, knock it into them with a hammer. Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> so um, muscle testing. Um, it's um, what I said in the beginning. Is the uh, so what you'll do is um, you'll uh, there's different ways to muscle test. Um, there's different different modalities that you can use. We muscle testing, but what we use in Psyche is um, you hold your arm out to the side. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to do it with you, like when we have a break, we're going to do it. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, I'll show you. Um, so you hold your hand out to the side. Um, I ask you a series of questions. Um, then I'll ask you to be strong. Um, this isn't for me to set your strength. This is just for me to get in a, a communication with you, so we we can get the balances on a good form. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, so so that's that and then I'll ask a question mm-hmm. and then if you stay strong to the response then that's a strong response that means your subconscious believes it if you're weak to it that means your subconscious doesn't believe it okay can we do this now please okay, cool. I need let's to know go. Whether... let's go let's have, go, let's have go. you ever heard the phrase you can't be strong and wrong you can't yes. be strong and strong yeah, yeah. yeah. you can't it's, be strong and wrong you can't be yeah. strong and wrong and if you don't genuinely believe it so I'm, I'm a skeptical person that's why I've studied so much same because I didn't study you know science and then go yeah I believe that I had to go and find it everywhere Everywhere else else first first, and then I'm like okay yeah that makes sense now because everyone's saying it everywhere I go so I'm Uh very sceptical you asked a question earlier about money yeah 
Um, so it's talking about money. We can it can be about anything else. It could be about um, bad relationships, mm-hmm. uh, attracting the wrong relationships. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, what we do as humans is we focus on the lack of. And we focus on what's not happening. And that's where all our momentum, momentum goes. goes yeah. So that's when you receive it. So if you focus on the lack of what you have, you're going to get more of it. Because the universe will always say yes, yes. to you. Mm. The universe yeah. is not going to say, mm, you're in a being knows what's best for you. Yeah. But mm. you're, when you put something out there to manifest... But most of the time you're thinking of the lack of. So you could be like, oh, I really want this car. I really, mm. I really want this car, but I just don't have it. I really want it, but I don't have it. Mm. It says in the, it's I think like, it's a Bible quote where it says like, um, and I'm going to paraphr- paraphrase <laughs> it now, but it's kind of like, the let the poor be the poor and shall be the poor. And, and the more, let if the you poor. are poor, you're going to be poor. Mm. And if you are rich, you're going to be, be rich. rich. And people read that and was like, that is so cold. Hmm. That sounds so, Hmm. you know, unforgiving and not nice. But what they're actually trying to, um, you know, translate to you or communicate to you is actually a universal principle, Hmm. which is you can only be what you are. Mm-hmm. Now, when we look at the word, because I studied etymology as well, quite in depth, and I look at words. So in my book, I'm not only giving you the science and the religion and your evidence. I'm also going to go and go, all right, here's the word in and here's how you can find it. It's been coded in our words. Okay. So the word be live is believe. Believe. Mm-hmm. What you be live, you will be leave and you mm-hmm. will see what you believe. Mm-hmm. That's why. And that is what you are now. So whatever you're being and living now is coming. Coming. And that's why your believe or your belief creates reality. Mm. Okay, well, I want to believe that I love myself. So, so let's get let's it done. Do this let's do this psyche, psyche yeah. test. <laughs> All right, um, we're going to take a short pause for the course. We'll be back soon. Love. Laid. Bear. Okay, so we are, we're back. Yes. After... Um, my little psyche session <laughs> so just tell us exactly what happened and what you did um so i've done some muscle testing with dion um uh so what we what we actually did is um it was me connecting with a subconscious mind and finding out the answers um which is a, is a, is a very effective way to find an accurate answer from somebody is digging go, go into your subconscious through muscle testing um so what we did is we've done some psyche balances. Um, what balances do for people gets the left and right hemisphere is your brain to become whole. So you're not just thinking from one side of your brain. So um, I asked her a few, asked Dion a few questions, got her to sit into a whole brain state, which is the, the whole brain state. Yeah? Um, and um, she kept repeating a goal statement over and over that she, that she had made until she felt a emotional, mental, or physical change. And then yeah, then, then you open your eyes. Um, so what we're gonna do right now is um, hear what Dion's reaction to that was, what she, what you went through. Yeah. Okay, so so the, the, the first goal statement was, I love me. <clears throat> I love me. So I was very much like, ah, oh, of course I love me. I mean, what, what, what is this? I don't care what the results say. Yeah. But actually, my 
when you actually test it for yeah. me, it w- it wasn't. It was a weak response. It was a weak. Yeah, about eighty-seven percent of people have a weak response to "I love me." So, so how weak was mine? Would you say? Um, well, well, you know, inside case, it's not about how weak you were. It's either you're weak or you're strong. Oh, Spirit. I see. Okay, yeah, okay, it's either okay. you're weak or you're strong. Right. Okay. Um, so it's not how much you do, either you do or you don't. Okay. You know, this is the ego part of me speaking. Oh, that's totally fine. Anyway. <laughs> that's fine. You know, we need our egos. We need our egos. Um, so yeah. So um, when you was in a whole brain state, because the second one was a stressful situation, mm-hmm. um, it was a slightly different balance. Um, but yeah, could you tell? Feels like I'm interviewing you now. Well, no, but you are. How, you are. Yeah. So yeah. how did you feel? Um, okay, so the, so the, the first, the first, so we did two. So the okay, first yeah. one where um, we spoke about I love me, um, and then when you fixed me, is that well, the right? Well, no, I'm not doing anything. Remember, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually a master psyche facilitator. Right. I just facilitate. The power is in you. Okay, so when this you, is all you, okay, so when you balanced me out, yeah, and then got me to repeat the statement to the myself. Statement: I love me silently. So what I found was, is that like for me personally, I felt almost like this kind of, um, this gush of energy, I can describe it as like a zoom. In the back. <laughs> zoom. <laughs> that's the technical term. Yeah, that's the technical term, zoom. <laughs> yeah, there was a zoom. Yeah, it felt, it, felt, it, felt, it, felt like, it felt like a, a zoom that was, you know, just kind of steadily building. Yeah. That was yeah. Mm. Um, the the second one, which was pertaining to a stressful situation, yeah. um, I had to get you to think about the stressful situation, situation, right? Whilst muscle testing you, yes, yeah. So when um, I was in the mode of being fixed, is that is that, is that the right term? No one needs fixing. No one needs fixing. Okay, when I was in the mm. moment of being yeah. facilitated, facilitated, facilitated right. yeah. um, it felt like. So when I first started to think about it, mm-hmm. I felt the rise of yeah. the emotion, stress emotion. and the emotion. It, it, yeah. Yes, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah. And then it was almost like a wave. So it kind of came up and then it went down. But then when it came up again, it was less. Yes. And then it went down. And then when it came up, it was a little bit less. Mm. And then it went down. And then until so it was just like a gentle ripple. So it didn't rise up as... As like as a high tide, like yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. I love the way you describe that because emotions do rise and do take over us, especially when we've connected them to a thought in our mind, which is a stressful mm-hmm. situation. Mm. Um, sorry, carry on. Yeah. So yeah. So 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 that was how I. That that that's the feelings that I got. Yeah. When I was in the mode of being facilitated. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. So, so you felt like there was an improvement. Then. Yeah, because it, yeah. It, it, like, it gives you a sense of non-attachment to the situation. situation. Okay, that's what it's called—a balance. Is that right? Yeah, it's a okay. sense of non-attachment. Some people say that it's like a, looking at a movie. It's that's not actually them. Them. Uh-huh. It's just a situation that they're observing, but they're not attached to the situation. So how do I? So how would I then? So now that I've, I've had this, you know, ba- this session, balance. Yeah. This balance. Yeah. So, so then what would happen? Right. Okay. So we always say action steps towards a desired goal so you really want the opposite of how you feel yeah in an, you know if you felt negative ways towards it, it's a stress and you you want to be more positive towards the situation uh for example 
um, if you had a problem and you was eating pizzas every single day mm-hmm. um, and then you'd be done some psyche, you wouldn't then go home and continue to eat pizzas. Pizza. Mm-hmm. It might have changed in your subconscious, but your conscious mind is still playing the program. Right. Now. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's playing the habit. We, I was saying so, just when uh, Mike was off, I was talking about our brains have neural pathways mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a, um, a thing in uh, neuroscience called neuroplasticity, mm. which it kind of highlights that you can change those neural pathways, but our stronger neural pathways, which are formed by habits, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, change when we begin to change the behavior. So we will automatically try and go and follow those same pathways we, we used before okay. for our actions and habits. Uh-huh. But once you've had a balancing and you've you know you've done some coaching and you kind of have a perception on all right this is where i need to change or this is where i need to make to di- make a difference mm-hmm. that's when you're now free to try again and start again and do a new uh neural pathway as well as now you've got your new unconscious belief mm-hmm. um so for an example with me with the money thing when i was saying i've got this block on this and this block on that i after some period of time of you know changing my um, behavior as well as the unconscious belief started to receive a lot more in finance okay but it wasn't just the unconscious programming it was also how I was acting does that make right, sense okay yeah and so this is why we've kind of merged uh, mind coaching with the psyche because we needed something where it's like alright we can change our unconscious program immediately mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then we also need to support people to change the behavior as well and the reason i say support is because we all know how difficult it is to change a mm-hmm. habit yeah uh-huh. especially without that support and without you know the information and the reason i say information is because with neuroplasticity you see that your cells form based on what you know and what you do mm-hmm. so okay. you, your information mm-hmm. based on information mm-hmm. Right. Your cells align based on what you know. Wow. Your consciousness and awareness develops and evolves based on how much you learn. Because the I am that is you is awareness. So mm-hmm. when we bring you more awareness, your consciousness expands. It's not yes. a physical thing you can see. Mm-hmm. But you now inhabit a larger space and have become a greater being and more powerful based on being enlightened. Okay. And enlightened as well. There's something in that word. We are light beings. Yes, you know? yes. We are mm-hmm. we are ninety seven percent energy, mm-hmm. and we are we have bio photons in every atom and cell in our body. In fact, over ten thousand uh, bio photons are emitted from every cell in your body every single second of the day. And we're a community of cells. We're not one, one individual yeah. being. So yeah. we're, we're, we're trillions of cells. Like 50 trillions of, 50 so, trillion of cells. Yeah. This awareness and knowing of yourself is what is actually going to bring real change in your life. When people are going for old, dated modalities such as counselling where it's like, let's bring up my trauma every single day and relive okay. it. Excuse me, this is Lovely Bear. We deal with counselling, okay? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> deal with counselling. <laughs> But what I'm going to say to you is, is that beneficial for you to relive a trauma consistently every single day? Or do we need to actually 
reprogram your emotional reaction to it get yourself some detachment from it get yourself some new better thoughts get yourself mm. some more beliefs that are more powerful you that are going to benefit you and change your world mm. uh, and that's not me having a go at counseling i'm somebody who has uh like i say studied most of these fields and so i've seen benefits from each one mm -hmm. but what i'm saying is if we're not constantly improving growing and developing yeah then we are just the same you know, so would it so would it be helpful then for because I guess with with I guess particularly psychotherapy, um, people have shut off things that have happened to them, so they they can't they 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 might have experienced some trauma that their brain is just shut down. Yes. Oh, yeah. So would it be helpful for somebody, for example, to go to psychotherapy to find out what? those things are to then be able to come to you and say okay this is what i've these are the things i've identified yeah potentially potentially i mean we can kind of do that with mind coaching as well because what we like i was saying to you before most of our coaching is not and we are very compassionate and considerate we don't just like oh you know it's all your fault and mm -hmm. you're creating mm -hmm. all of this we're not like that at all i've had people on the phone in tears like i say i've had people who are suicidal and those are very vulnerable situations to be in so we do you know uh carefully uh, facilitate the person into their understanding mm -hmm. um but yeah, I mean, we do that as well. We ask a series of questions that will allow the person to unlock. So with the subconscious beliefs I had about money, I was not aware of them until I followed the own process that has been developed by one coaching to actually find my own unconscious beliefs. Mm -hmm. um, finding unconscious trauma, yeah, that is important because if it's there and it's it's sitting somewhere in you, you may not know it, but you are going to be reacting to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and things that it's invisible. Yeah, there's there's going to be there's going to be triggers in your external world that can bring it to you. And the last thing you want is for it to happen in a, at a time when it's not, can, you know, beneficial. Can I interrupt, Manly? Sorry, this yeah, is about on. you, but I just can't believe that we've got so far into this podcast mm -hmm. and we've not mentioned the phone call that you got with someone. It was a mum. This child was suicidal. And um, how many phone calls was it that you had with her? One. 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 Wow. One. Now, I'm close with somebody that works with the person. And when they came back to work, everyone was like, what's happened with her? Like, she's got a new spring in her step. Now, it wasn't her that was suicidal. It was the son. But tell the story because she was in a the energy state. actually this is interesting because this brings us right back to the beginning so what actually happened was i'd been using law of attraction and manifestation to change my life mm -hmm. i found myself out in dubai working in the finance industry living in a penthouse enjoying myself i then was doing soul info teaching um, because a lot of the finance people, I realised their issues what's were not soul info teaching what's that it was like what has now evolved into the one it right. was just me telling people, all right, the science behind your soul. Because people think of the soul and they used to think of it as this airy-fairy thing. <laughs> yeah? So I used to... <laughs> I, yeah, they don't think... You know, you hear soul and you think, oh, some hippie Here rubbish. Yeah? So I used to go and I'd be like, actually, no, this is science. You're 97% energy. Mm -hmm. The soul is you. It doesn't cease to exist. It, mm -hmm. it continues. And I'd give everybody the science. And in Dubai, it was quite successful. I had uh, some good coaching and I got a few testimonials from out there. 
Then I came back to the UK because I was I was unhappy. I had money and I had everything, but I didn't have my family. I didn't have my friends, mm-hmm. and I didn't have a sense of satisfaction from the job I was doing. It was all about managing people's money and trying to get people's money off them as well, which yeah. is more the company I work for than me. Yeah, um, and I realised I'd manifested that thing with no qualifications in that industry whatsoever. So wow. it was all on imagination and belief. And even wow. when I got there, they would say to me, how did you get here? You know, HR. I'd be in HR. They'd be like, you haven't got a GCSE even? And no, no. Because they were trying to sort out my work, work visa right, okay. and all these things. And they were like, what? <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, I'll just say, uh, I can't tell them actually, imagination, belief creates your reality. So uh, I don't <laughs> need uh, a <laughs> degree. My degree's invisible. Yeah. They would have been like, uh, yeah. So I just, I don't walk around telling everybody everything. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I got back to the UK and linked up back with Kavan. Obviously, we've been friends since we were 12 years old. But, you know, different times in life, we take different paths. And I think we hadn't seen each other for probably about a year or so. Yeah. Uh, and he gave me a call and he's like, right. Um, I'm ready for we're you. Doing, I'm yeah, ready we're doing now. coaching now. I'm yeah. And now. I'm like, yeah, I'm doing coaching as well. Blah, blah, blah. So we kind of linked up together, started to discuss things, you know, and everything. And what happened next was he said to me, all right, while I was in Dubai, bear in mind, everybody's got money, trying to get more money. The only reason they're learning about the soul is to try and get more money. And the <laughs> law, law of attraction, that's yeah, basically yeah. what it was. It uh-huh. was, let's do this law of attraction from this perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they want to go and get more and achieve more. So that was what I was used to. And it was rooms of people. It wasn't me doing one-on-one coaching with anyone. So I said to Kavan, yeah, I'm ready. Send anyone through. So I think it was about the next day or something. He called me and he said, I've got someone on the phone for you. Now, bear in mind, I've had no training in coaching. I've got no training in counseling or therapy, even though I have studied the fields and I used to love Mm -hmm. uh, reading up on on psychology, especially. But I had no official training or or professional training. And he says to me, uh, yeah, so I'm going to put this lady through. (laughs) (laughs) It's not actually funny. You would know why we're laughing. He's like, I'm going to put this lady through. And I said, okay, what's the problem? Because I'm thinking... She probably wants to get some money. She probably doesn't know about law of attraction. She probably wants to learn about the soul. Yeah. And he said, uh, her son's going to commit suicide and she doesn't know what to do. And I'm like, okay. okay so I'm thinking, uh, all right, I'm a bit out of my depth here. Now, obviously, like anyone, you mentioned earlier, sometimes you have the negative thoughts. So the negative thoughts came. I'm a, I'm a witness to them. We all are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're not qualified. <clears throat> what if you talk to this woman and her son kills herself? Yeah. What if you say something wrong and you're the cause of this? What if the, all that came? Sabotage. But, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I'm very strongly connected to Source. And before I could even say anything, Source opened my mouth and went, put her through. That's how I see it. Yeah. yeah. My higher self just went, put her through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just ignored all the thoughts. And so, yeah, basically what happened was she came on the phone um, with her daughter. They were in a car and they had me on speaker. And the son was saying every day that he was going to commit suicide he'd lost his partner and she didn't me. die the partner didn't die it was they broke up broke up yeah. oh okay. yeah sorry right. I said yeah. that wrong yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> for clarifying <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, and yeah he basically lost all his will to live he'd stopped going to college stopped going to Gym. gyms didn't have his friends around wouldn't see in anybody been time. in his room now and I think he'd made some attempts, maybe little attempts on, on, on harming and, and etc. Mm-hmm. And 
I thought, okay, I'm going to get to the bottom of this by talking to your son. That was my first thing. Obviously, I've got to help your son, yeah. so yeah. why am I on the phone with you? Mm. And then she's like, no, he won't speak to anyone, he won't do that. I said, you know, oh, bring Kavan around, he's a practitioner, we'll get him out, we'll bring him in the car, <laughs> we'll take him out, he's a young guy, you know, we'll give him a good time and then we'll, yeah. we'll be able to help him. Mm. No, 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 no. So I'm like, okay, I've got to change him through right, her. You. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now I needed to ask questions about her behaviour. What is she doing? What is she thinking? What mm-hmm. is she... Found out, basically, so first of all, the mind creates reality. We, we started with this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she spent a lot of her self-talk worrying about her son. Yeah, she's creating reality in her mind, remember? So mm-hmm. she's thinking all these worrying thoughts about her son and all these things are going to happen. Um, she's also vo- vocalising it. Yeah, we're creating with our word every mm-hmm. single day as mm-hmm. well. Our word impacts reality because sound is a force. Mm. It's a force and it's an energy and mm. this whole place is energy. Yeah, so she was walking around telling other people. So she was enrolling them in it and giving, spreading the belief around yes. that her son was mm. in danger. Yeah. Uh, so now all these other people believe it as well. So this is our conscious belief. Collective mm. conscious belief. Collective conscious belief mm-hmm. and somewhat collectively unconscious belief yes. that's being projected into the world and she's creating it and manifesting it around and not aware of how she's behaving. She was also facilitating his behaviour by allowing him to stay in his room, not talk to his dad, sister, any of his friends and only go through her. Right? So mm-hmm. she was facilitating doing that. So what I, what I knew I needed to do was get her to change how she was facilitating him get her to change what she was thinking, saying, and etc. Um, and also, I gave her a hard-hitting truth at one point as well, which I'm going to say now, but I don't want anyone to take offence. But the hard-hitting truth was this. Anybody who wants to commit suicide is already dead. Ooh. A lot of what we do is about having power over others. A lot of what our victim mode is, is about attention and what we benefit from it. Okay. And that is a lot of a victim role. And this is very hard for victims to come to this. And I never tell a victim this. I always bring them to their own understanding. Okay. Because anything you have in your world where you're like, I'm a victim and I I tell people about it, Mm -hmm. there's a payoff for you. Interesting. Every single time there's a payoff for you. So his payoff and her payoff. And we need to find out, do they still want this? And is this payoff worth what it's costing? Uh Because it's costing them all of their power. It's costing them their ability to create and manifest. So I guess the the, the payoff must be attention. Sometimes it's attention. Sometimes it's control. He was controlling his mother. Okay. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, depending on the, the dynamic Dynamics, of the relationship, yeah. it might be a, um, it may be a romantic relationship. There might be other things that pay off. You know, there's always a payoff, especially if somebody's walking around complaining. There's always a payoff. payoff yeah. mm-hmm. But what they don't realize when they get into the habit of it is the payoff is so small to what you can have. When yeah. you stop trying to get that small little payoff and you can manifest whatever you want because you take all your power back and you stop playing a victim role. 
I was actually once in a very harsh coaching situation with a team. And um, I'm not going to mention the place, <laughs> but I will say this. Um, the, a, a lady stood up, and I was very shocked at this. A lady stood up, and she said, um, I was raped when I was nine years old. And the guy said to her, why are you telling us that? And I thought, he's been a bit harsh, harsh. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, she's trying to tell us because she's letting up. And then he said, you do this all the time, don't you? You go to places and tell people about you being raped when you were nine. And she said, yeah, I do. He said, why? What are you getting out of it? Sympathy? Everyone, she said, he said, you heard the whole room go, oh, oh, uh-huh. yeah. He said, yeah, that's what you wanted, wasn't it? He said, you're not nine years old anymore. It's not happening now. Why are you bringing it into this space? Because she's still and, clearly, she's still clearly right. living it. Right. And she? he said, and how long have you been using this to manage everybody around you? He said, you've been using it on your mum and dad since you were nine, haven't you? And she was like, yeah. And obviously all the tears came out and all these things. And that was a very eye-opening experience mm. for me. Because I stopped looking at victims as victims and I started to notice that we're all manifesting and creating. We're all just deciding how we go about it. We had this conversation on the phone, didn't we? And I said to you, and I gave you the example of like, you know, when you say we create our realities and we're projecting this kind of stuff, but in the case of this lady who was raped when she was nine, Uh she would not have projected that onto herself. I I didn't say she created that initial instance. Mm. But she is responsible, obviously, for what happens in the rest of her life. Uh, and I don't mean from she's nine years old. Uh-huh. What what happens is we have different levels of conscious creation. So we, uh, Kavan mentioned just a while ago about the, the unified conscious mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, When there's more than one person. Or, or it's been called mastermind by Napoleon Hill and different people. So... Um, the important thing to understand is this. When we get here, we are completely... Uh, well, we're not completely helpless because we do have our creative powers. We use mm-hmm. our words uh, and everything else to move people around. So as a baby, the baby will use its thoughts, its words in its mind and its voice to get people to serve it. Mm-hmm. However, we are completely naked and helpless in the sense that you know, we can't do anything for ourselves. And this is required in order for us to form a strong bond with the parent slash guardian. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, some of us come into situations where the parent slash guardian or wider community don't have the best interest of that child. child. And that's where I think we are susceptible to things like abuse. So, um, I mean, me, myself, I had a, a step-parent who was arrested for, you know... Not sexual abuse, but physical, you know. Um, So from my own experience, I know that to be the case. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't actually mean that I need to carry that with me or relive that now or go through anything, Mm. you know, in the future. And so for that reason, you can play a victim role as long as you want and you can get away with it as long as you want. And there will be some people you can have control of and get payoffs from. And then... For an example, let's say it's uh, somebody, this is something everybody can relate to. A child always asks their parents for money. Mm-hmm. And the way that they do it, immediately, go into a victim role. Am I right? Yeah. 
Mom, Dad, do you know what happened? Da, 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 da. Now I haven't got nothing and I need this. Or there's wine. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. there's asking when they're sleeping. Or there's telling them. Sorry. Or there's telling them about what's happening, knowing that the parent will step in. Mm-hmm. And say, oh, well, I can help there. I can do this. So they play a victim role. Now, they get a small payoff of the assistance. Okay. But a bigger payoff would be to take actual control of creating their own financial situation. But a child has no concept of how to do that, though, do they? I'm not talking about children. I mean, like, you know, we're talking about people who are teenagers. And oh, adults. I see. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's just a... Sorry, I should have mentioned that. This is an example I often give is, you know, when you get to about the age of uh, 15, 16, and mm. you can actually go out and make your own money from that from that point yeah people make victim um you know they play a victim role and then start manipulating others to give them that small Small payoff but if they were to take control they could actually Mm. become uh very financially successful in a very small period of time and that is a lot easier and better for you and you get more out of it Mm-hmm. than you do from the small payoff, payoff of, of, you know, guilt-tripping the parents, so to speak, mm. into sorting out the financial situation. That's a very interesting perspective about kind of the victim mentality and payoff. It's very interesting. Well, it is actually something that um, has assisted me in being 100% successful. So... I can't think of, and uh, I don't want any of my previous clients to take offence to this, but I can't think of anybody who's come to me who isn't playing a victim role. We all are to some extent. Yeah, even very the, true, yeah. Even the most independent person in the world and successful person in the world will have an area where they've decided to not take control of Charlie, that area and yeah, play a true. victim. It's very true. I'm even, uh, as you're talking, I'm even thinking about myself, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, deal, this applies to you. <laughs> We all, this is what I'm saying, yeah. we all do it. And mm-hmm. this is the thing, me and Kavan don't sit here holier than now. Mm-hmm. That's not what the one is about. The one is we are one, you are me, I am you. Yeah. You know? Uh, and I've experienced all these things, been through these things, um, had all the shortcomings that I can help people with. Otherwise, I couldn't help you. Yeah. Otherwise, I couldn't benefit you in any way if I have no experience of it. Because knowledge, if we break down the word knowledge, is knowing of the ledge. Or the ledger, which is a record of experiences. Okay. So you, you, there's no point just having the information, yeah. even though it can form your your physical self. It's not go you, until you have a record of experience. You don't have power in that area. Yeah. And that's why I like to break down the etymology and the phonics of words as well, in order to get people to really have the understanding. Mm-hmm. And obviously, understanding being submissive because you stand under. Overstand. Overstand. Oh, that was that was e- that even, was quick. Even <laughs> even, even inner stand. Inner stand. Inner stand. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've not heard that one. Inner stand. Okay. Well, overstand is a lot to do from a Rasta background. Yeah, as well. yeah. I was born Rastafarian myself, so oh, okay. when I was quite young, obviously, I was taught Bible and different things when I was quite young. And that was kind of something I rejected quite early. Interesting. <laughs> um, and then I spent the rest of my life rejecting everything else, even though I was studying everything else. Yeah. And now I've come back to understanding that all of it is one. And one, it, is, yeah. it does all have 
its elements of truth. Mm. Uh, the first thing to understand about religion, because I know you touched on it earlier, is that people do not understand their religion. No, of course they, not. Yeah. They believe it to be um, secular history. So, for example, if you take the Bible for an example, everybody believes that to be secular history that is about people. Uh, but there is not there is not one person in the Bible. Mm-hmm. These are personifications Hitchens, yeah. of Five. energies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. states of awareness, states of consciousness, which mm-hmm. we all move through. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and people don't understand that. So, with the if I was to just summarize the New Testament for an example, you have the twelve disciples who were discipling. They're disciplines, mm-hmm. twelve disciplines, which culminate in Christ consciousness which if you practice them and get the understanding of how to read esoteric scripture, you can actually become Christ-like yourself. Mm, it's Christ-consciousness. Well, yeah, and I mean, on that note, I, can't, I think something that I realised a long time ago is that, no offence to any Christians listening, but, you know, the purpose wasn't for... I, I believe that the purpose mm. wasn't for you to worship Christ. It was just to be Christ-like. To emulate right. Christ. Exactly. Yes. The whereas, image of. Where, yeah, whereas what's happened, I feel, is that people have gone on to worship oh, the, the, the person. The personification. You know? yeah. personification. Yeah. But the, the thing is, personification is not negative. It has its purpose. Mm-hmm. It's, so we can see from the ancients that they've gone to great lengths to leave personifications of entities everywhere or of energies everywhere. And the reason being is it does communicate some things that we need to know. Mm-hmm. So, for example, what does painting the God of the Sea tell you as a man? If you paint, you know, mm-hmm. one of the examples from um, Greek mythology is Poseidon, the God of the Sea. Mm-hmm. So what does painting him as a man tell you? First of all, it tells you that it's a living being. Yeah. Secondly, it tells you that you can communicate with this living being. It tells you that it has a level of intelligence to at least that of a man. Hmm. It tells you that you can fall in and out of good favour with it. Just like you could with a man or a woman. So personification has its benefits and the reason, you know, it was left like that was to tell us these pretty obvious things. But what happened over time is the ones that understood personification and knew that you know these scriptures were actually about you and you are the god of all scriptures mm. you are your your infinite being that, that doesn't die uh, is the god of all scriptures and the reason they they knew this and didn't you know kind of tell it to everybody is because I mean, there's different reasons for different things. I'm not going to make a wide uh, yeah, generalisation. Yeah. But, you know, it's not always about oppression, nah. and uh, uh, which people generally skip to. Sometimes mm. it obviously is, and, and, and there's many cases where it obviously is. Mm. They do try to tell us in different ways, though. Even yeah. with Poseidon, like, in Moana, it's the same thing with the water. Have you seen Moana? Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah, have, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I saw that about it's, a month or two ago, yeah. You know, it's just all there. But mm. with um, religion, because I'd like to just talk about, um, you know, more about how we've assisted people. Okay, and sorry. I've, 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 no, it's fine. But, because um, it's like we have the information, but, you know... We haven't done anything really, that much, but we've done stuff. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you understand? Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> um, 
Right, so I've got a, a good story to tell and and it's about my mum and she did want me to, she didn't say for today, but she said, you know, you could use this. Um, it's um, obviously using the one's philosophy. Uh, what happened is um, she had uh, breast cancer at 28 years old and went through a lot of stressful past relationships, um, which now I know is linked to, um, you know, stress stress related 90 percent yes. of people being illnesses due to stress yeah. related can i just matters. add one thing there mm. it's in the word again dis-ease dis-ease yes yeah, she Thank was you. at dis-ease mm. right 28 years old okay now my thing was oh my god she's gonna die and i was in primary school she's dead like oh you know and that's what was going through my mind um so um, what happened is um i was at a young age uh went to royal marsden frequently in primary school okay. um, a lot of uh, physical abuse in the household um, which I know a lot of children you know experience yeah. well back in that day I don't know about now but um, <clears throat> so anyway what happened is as time's gone on she got mixed diagnosed with having um, arthritis in her legs and her knees because she had a lot of water attention so anyway comes to find out kidney failure and it got caught really late. So um, this is without the information and the knowledge that I have now. Now, right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so my mum was on dialysis for 10 years. Um, and what I have known is that when you're in a lot of fear um, or different different types of emotions affect different organs of your body. So mm -hmm. when you're in fear, that affects your um, kidneys. So oh, okay. I know that my mum was living in a sense of fear, which affected her kidneys, they failed. Right. So she was on dialysis for like 10 years. And then um, because of fifth, uh, you know, horror stories based around dialysis, she had a few people from a unit that died, um, which is common to happen on dialysis. Um, <clears throat> she took herself off the donor list. So, you know, I um, pleaded with her to go back on after, after time she went back on it. Um, she got, you get put straight back. You know, right, you don't okay, get put yeah. back at the list. You, uh -huh. Yeah, she got put back. So anyway, cut a long story short. Um, I went to my mum. This is after me knowing, you know, I didn't even know Psyche at this time. Right. This is just the one philosophy. Mm -hmm. um, and we wasn't really on talking terms at the time. Um, and my aunt, she was like, oh, you know, I think it's best you go and see your mum. Because she's in hospital right now. And she's um, throwing up blood from like throwing up blood, pooing blood. And I was like, wow, like, okay, cool ego she'll be all right because i'm now using the one philosophy now i'm like she'll be all right this is now my reality right okay okay so i'm not i was kind of being stubborn as well yeah that's not the one philosophy uh -huh. but i was kind of being stubborn <laughs> um and then she called me again i was about six she called me again at about 11 seriously she's got internal bleeding i think you should go now that worried me a bit and i was like oh but i still i got there at 2 a.m mm -hmm. uh went into lewisham hospital and the doctor was in there so now ego's gone now so the doctor was in there um and I, d I didn't really say a word i sat there in silence he didn't even know who i was he asked at the end and um he said um and then and i said to her when the doctor went out the room i've come to get you now sounds like a jedi mind kind of thing but this was no jedi mind this was me now i know how my reality was going to go yeah right i'm in a position of straight power at this mm -hmm. time she was like, looked at me a bit confused. We didn't talk about why we fell out. It was nothing. We didn't, you know, there was more important things that mm -hmm. we needed to be dealing with. 
So when I said that, and I said to her, look, I've brought you all this stuff, like vegan food. Um, this is kind of what you need. And um, about a minute later, he's come back in the room. And then he said to her, do you want to go home? She was like, what? She was so confused. Um, and he was like, yeah. He said, well, we'll get a camera down your throat in a few days to see if there's any like any internal bleeding. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, yeah, I'll go home. So then he took her home. Um, so you've come, you've come, I've into, come the into the hospital. You said, I've come to yeah, get you. Yeah. I've bought you some vegan food. Yeah. And then the doctor turned around and said, yeah. do you want to go home? Now I need to rewind this story a bit because I think it's quite necessary. So I know that, you know, not everyone believes in going to readings, but I come to the conclusion that, you know, when I kind of, you know, make it in life and get to where I want to be, um, then she'll pass away because I felt that she was given up. Okay. You know, so I went to a reading and the woman was like, your mum's got about six months to live. And I was like, I kind of smiled because I thought to myself, that was me. Okay. That was me. You know, she's picking up on my, my energy. energy. Yeah, yeah. readings are people right. telling you what's in your subconscious. In your subconscious, right. So mm. I smiled and she probably thought I was a weirdo. And then, you know, it's been a, it's been a year and a half. Uh -huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then um, I said to my mum, look, how are you? Um, she's not really religious. I, I didn't get brought up like Christian or yeah. Muslim or anything. But I was like, how are you? Like, what are you doing? Like, she said, I'm praying. Like, I'm like, but praying. How are you praying? praying yeah. I said, well, like, please God, like, you know, like, and I'm like, well, mum, this is coming from within you. Within you yeah. This mm. power is an internal power that you have. That's never going to go away. Mm. So, you know, if you don't want to, if you don't want to transition, and you want to stay here, yeah. you're able to do that. So she started praying from within, okay? Like I said, I'm not from a religious background. She started praying from within, and I told her, you have to imagine, that this is, the, this is it, imagine that you already have that kidney. Imagine it. Right, okay. And be in gratitude for having, having it, it. Mm. what you have already. I'll just say something as well. So praying, people obviously often forget the original meaning. Praying comes from praise, and praise is giving gratitude for mm -hmm. already receiving. Already receiving. Okay. You don't praise for something you haven't got. Yeah. Mm. You don't praise and say thank you for stuff that doesn't exist. Mm. Well, you do, and you should, and that's what praying is. You're actually supposed to be giving thanks for stuff that hasn't happened, happened yet. yet. Mm -hmm. Because religion is faith in the unseen. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. It's having faith that you already possess and already Guys, have. you're getting some gems showered yeah. on you right now. Take it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, um, yeah, just to, just to say that. And I obviously, as well, assisted Kavan's mum during that period because yeah. when we're coaching, one thing that's important to know is people who are close to you, it's difficult to get new information to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I the forgot because being, I wasn't speaking to mum, but Manly was coaching so her. So I was coaching her. I once. wasn't speaking oh, to her. I, I was coaching her once a week mm. for about two to three months mm. and we had some really massive breakthroughs and... She is. She's always been a wonderful person. Uh, just very loving, very caring. Even when I was a kid, I used to love going to Kavan's house, sitting there eating food. Da, da, da. And so we had a lot of breakthroughs because we already kind of had a little bit of a relationship from her knowing mm. me growing up and, mm -hmm. and being around the same area, etc. Uh, and so yeah, it's just a really fantastic one of the many uh, 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 sorry testimonials, testimonials yeah. from people who were in a negative health state. And we know that everything is of the mind you know mm -hmm. i've currently got a video on youtube where i explain to people you have the evidence of this 
because uh, I'll give you an example. Sexual arousal Mm -hmm. is evidence of this. People imagine the act of sex and within seconds they have physical changes to the molecular structure of their body. True. Mm -hmm. Within seconds. True. So how can we not say that the imagination is impacting upon your body? Of course it is. How can you get sexually aroused otherwise? If I've, this is why I'm saying to you, you have the data, you possess the data mm. already. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Manny was coaching my mum for three months. What it is, is when we coach people, we don't speak about it. It's kind of, because it's so private. Right, okay. It, that's why before I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that he was actually coaching her. But, um... Literally. Yeah, so I'll see him. I won't even tell him I spoke to your mum. Oh, I see. Right, right, right. I won't say nothing. I'll just do it. That's between me and her. Uh, Yeah. You know? That's what I was like, oh, yeah. But within (laughs) within four days of her changing the way that she was praying, Mm -hmm. asking for things, being in gratitude for it, she got a kidney. She actually got a phone call at 3.30 in the morning saying you've got a kidney. But it was from an alcoholic, so she declined it. About four or five days later, we was at um, a family member's birthday and they were offering her Prosecco. Prosecco. Remember, she was on Dallas for 10 years. Do you want Prosecco? She was like, nope, I don't want no Prosecco because I'm getting a kidney in the morning. No, anyone that's been us on the list or that's been on a, um, on a transplant list, they know that you, well, you don't know. But when you know in within, within yeah, yeah. then you know that you're about to receive, receive it. it right, okay. That morning, she's called me at 4.30. They tend to be early in the morning. 4.30 in the morning, but my phone was, I was so tired. Um, she messaged me, I'm on my way to her hospital to get a kidney. And it was like the Rolls Royce of kidneys. Wow. After 10 years coaching and, you know, in such a short period of time. It's a question. Now that you're both at this point in your knowledge, mm-hmm. could your mum not have prayed for, like, because I assume she still had her other kidney? No. Total oh, failure. Oh, total failure. Total oh, I failure, see. Okay. Because yeah. you can live with one. Why? Well, that's what I was going to yeah. say. I was going to say, could she not have, like, you know, tried to manifest just working on the one? But it's both of them, yeah. okay. Oh, I'll shut Remember, sometimes with people... Um, when, you know, I know that my mum's been through a lot in her life. Um, and when people suffer so much trauma, when coaching them, it's sometimes it takes a, quite a bit of time, yeah. you know. That's why when we discovered Psyche, we were like, yes, we've completed the puzzle. Right, okay. We've completed the puzzle. We're dealing with the subconscious, which is the most important, mm-hmm. the original mind. And then by repetition and by coaching, it's the action steps towards the desired goal. And also the understanding that we're all one is required. Mm. The understanding that all of the information that we believe to be separate is all one. Let's stop the warring over different religion Religions when you're all saying like that, the same yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Let's stop pretending that science is some you know, higher than now thing that everybody didn't know before. Mm. Because what science is proving is that actually it's all in religion already. You know, let's Mm -hmm. stop segregating everything. We segregate our information. We segregate our languages. We segregate our colours. We segregate everything. It's all one. Mm. And the only thing that separates it is ignorance. You know? 
So people obviously know, all right, the main cause of racism is ignorance. Mm-hmm. But they don't know that the main cause of um, thinking your religion is the only right thing is ignorance. Or that yeah. the main thing of, mm-hmm. um, you know, thinking science is the only way is ignorance. It's because you've ignored all the previous information from every other advanced civilization that ever existed. Mm-hmm. You've been ignoring. That's ignorance. That's yeah. Love. Laid. Bear. Okay, so we're going to wind down the conversation now. What can, if there's a listener that's interested who, you know, is maybe going through some things, mm-hmm. can you just give us like a quick recap as to how like the two of you combined could potentially help someone? So let's say maybe someone has is suffering from a bit of uh, anxiety due to, you know, some childhood traumas, which then led into like maybe adult mm-hmm. relationship traumas, stress of work, you know, all those different kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how could you guys help someone like that? So um, what we do, obviously, uh, we've got packages, which are different packages. So we've got transformation package, which consists of us basically doing some mind coaching, doing some psyche, and then supporting throughout the transition of a probably 40 to 60 day period. Um, We have longer ones as well, where sometimes people sign up for six months. Um, Basically, what we would do is we put them back into a position of power we assist them in getting rid of the emotional trauma, um, getting back positive, motivated, inspired, um, get the unconscious programs changed, obviously, through the psyche. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah, that's it. We give them all the power back into their life, and then we ask them what, they, what goals they want to achieve, and we assist them in doing it. And the reason we can say we've been 100% successful is because all of our clients have fed that back to us. So, you know, every time somebody's come on the phone, for an example, Kavan mentioned his mum and the kidney, that was the goal we got the goal. You know, the yeah. guy we mentioned earlier, he was going to jail, he didn't want to go to jail, that was the goal we got the goal. The guy who came to me and said, I want to sell more insurance, made £5,000 extra a week, he achieved the goal. So we achieved the goal, whatever it is you actually have. Okay. I mean, <clears throat> so um, what we do with uh, with psyche with children, uh, bedwetting trauma as well. Okay. Um, which is which is helpful. Yeah. yeah. And which it's is really quite helpful. Common as well. Obviously, yeah, it's a well. common thing. Um, but yeah, um, I think as you know, as we are like the packages. Um, I like we we've done there is more testimonials but you know we didn't want to come on a podcast just you know but we just rather talk about what we can do for people with yeah um so yeah we can um oh yeah and the book obviously is like I say that's a transformational journey in itself so you can't read it and be the same person at the end okay because that's what we do in our mind coaching um so once you've asked yourself certain things, you can't unknow what you now know. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. And so you've mm-hmm. now expanded your awareness, which means you've expanded your consciousness because that's what consciousness is. It's your awareness of being. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you will grow. You'll be a different person for the better. Um, and that is required. Just to let anyone know who is listening who does want change in their life, you cannot be the same person you are now and have that change. That's impossible. Mm -hmm. And also it's the definition of insanity to continue to do so. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, get in touch and we can assist you. 
Okay, so if anyone does want to get in touch with either of you or both of you, how can they do that? All right, so we've got uh, Kavan's uh, Insta is... I am underscore Ether. A-E-T-H-E-R. That's his uh, Instagram. Mine is Manly, which is M-A-N-L-E-Y. Conarchy, which begins with a C. I don't think there's any other Manlys out there, so you'll find me. <laughs> if you want to contact us via email, you can get us at info at eight, as in the, the digit eight, one, the word, and then eight.co.uk. So that's info at 818, but the one is a word, the eights are numbers, .co.uk. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Well, guys, um, that was a lot of information. Mm-hmm. Um to take in um but if you need to listen back to this episode please do if you have any questions i'm sure kavan right. and manly are more than happy yep. to, happy to answer any answer of your any, queries yeah and also i will be giving you a link as well to the to so that you can pre-order the book to go through that transformational Fantastic. journey will it be available so on amazon and stuff it like will that? be available on amazon yeah uh, okay, it's not my first book I've published it's not my first rodeo so it's going to be good mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have an audio version we're going to have a, a hardback version we're going to have the ebook everything you need okay fantastic yeah. Yeah. okay well Manly and Kavan thank you for taking your time out to come and sit with me today thank you thank you for it's having us it's been a very informative conversation like I've learned I mean I'm someone that I the ego side of me sometimes mm. was like, oh, I know a lot. But I've learned a lot today, so I really appreciate um, that. So, guys, um, if you have been, as I say, affected by anything that you've heard today, any anything that's triggered you, um, head over to the resources page. We've got a list of support services. And alternatively, you can contact Manly Okavan, yes. um to help with any... Issues. Issues. And let me know... How the psyche is getting along with a stressful situation. I will. I I actually I actually will. I actually will. I'm, I'm gonna try and um be more conscious about doing certain things. Actually, That's so good. like for example, going to bed before bed. Yeah. But I'm in that. What's that state called? Data state. Data state. Yeah. I'm gonna implement some stuff there. But yes. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, thank you. Yeah. I will see you again next week. And I love you. And take care. We love you. Okay. So wrap. Love. Late. Late. Bad. Bad.